This is Sports Jam. I'm Doug Doyle. Today's episode is dedicated to the future fans of sport. Two Columbus, Ohio-based entrepreneurs, Mike Schroeder and Michael Gold, have created a game to help kids learn about the sports their parents love so much. Their first product is Future Fans Football, which launched in September and has already won six toy awards. Thanks for joining us, gentlemen. Thanks for having us, Doug. Great to be here. Mike Schroeder, your daughter Ella is the main reason why Future Fans Football came about. Tell us that story. So, Doug, I'm a big Cincinnati Bengals fan. In January of 22, they're going on this unexpected and, for me, life-changing run to the Super Bowl. We win our first playoff game in 31 years against the Raiders. I'm there. I'm hugging people that, you know, I'm probably not hugging in any other walk of life. And, and on reflection, like, that's pretty cool, and that's what makes sports unique and special, um, right? Spans political lines, socioeconomic divides, spans generations. And the rest of that playoff run, I'm back at home watching the games. Uh, I wish with my then five-year-old daughter, uh, Ella, who was super into the, you know, skyline dip and the fight song. But the second the game came on, she was out of there. Um, and so, you know, as somebody who really wanted to share this, you know, moment with her and, and experience this, this run to the Super Bowl with my oldest child, you know, and she wasn't interested, like that was a real point of frustration. And I had tried to teach her every which way uh, of how the game worked from Sports Illustrated for Kids books. Obviously, I tried to pause the TV and explain it myself. Um, and it kind of made me reflect and say, OK, there's got to be a different way. I'm not getting through to her, but she's capable of understanding some of these things, just not in the way I'm teaching. So what's a more unique and different way in which we might be able to unlock uh, an understanding of the game? And that really kind of prompted the idea for this teaching in, in a storybook led kind of parallel way and then connecting it back to the sport. Michael Gold, uh, both of you have uh, something in common. Your wives are both pediatricians and you came to know each other around 2010. Why did you want to get involved in this effort? Yeah, Doug, my kids are a little bit older, 12 and nine. And as Mike brought this idea to me, I quickly realized in my own life how important sports is to my connection, both with my own kids, but also thinking back to great memories that I had as a kid with my parents, with my grandparents. So this idea of it being this special connection that cuts across generations and communities really hit home with me and wanted to, you know, bring this into the world to make sure that, you know, all those experiences that I know I had, you know, other families could have as well. One thing that's wonderful about entrepreneurs is the fact that you find a need, right? And then you feel that need. And that's exactly what you two have done with this. And when you think about football, this game that you've created, it just doesn't start off giving a bunch of rules to kids and 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 talking football lingo. You start in a camp and, and you learn some things and you learn some ideas that it, eventually you open up the game of football to them. Mike, talk about this box that you open up and you can experience with your kid the wonderful game of football in a very unique way. Yeah, you know, what we've created is this family experience in a box around learning a sport together. Um, and, and the kid gets to, to read a book with the adult, unbox some surprises and toys along the way. And, and as you said, we don't lead with talking about football. And I think that was the big unlock for me with Ella of saying, okay, you know, I've tried to teach her the game. I've got the Sports Illustrated for Kids for football books, right? All they start with is like, here's the field. 
a touchdown's worth six points, right? And she wasn't interested in learning that way. And so how could we unlock a different way of, of helping her understand the game? And, you know, I like to highlight the example of how we teach downs, right? Which is really the key thing for, for any new fan to be able to unlock and appreciate what's happening on the field. So instead of trying to explain that, right, we have the kids read in the book about at Camp Rally Who about this game called Circle Toss, right? So you've got four uh, hoops, you know, rope hoops, uh, spaced out equidistant kid stands in the first hoop and has four tries to throw one beanbag into the next hoop. If they get it in, they move to that hoop and they get four more tries or another first try. If they eventually get it to that last hoop, they get six points. And of course they get to dance the scratchy bottom hop, which is a dance that, that we invented and, and kids love to do. Scratchy bottom chicken wing, scratchy bottom chicken wing from the bottom to the top. Now watch those campers hop. And so the kid reads about that in the storybook. They then are prompted and directed to open up a box within our broader package, and they get to play circle toss themselves. And so within minutes, kids pick up this core concept of how that game works, and then eventually we connect that to downs and touchdowns being worth six points in a far simpler way than if I sat there and tried to explain it to my daughter, which I did and was really not successful. Michael, I guess one of the reasons why I think this is so successful is because it get it can get the whole family involved in the game if you want to. But also it brings us back to kind of an old school way of learning too, right? You, you, you guide them through certain steps and you connect with them in ways that they can enjoy and consider fun. And that's that's what it's all about, right? You want the kids to have fun as they learn. Yeah, Doug, we wanted to bring in all the elements that, you know, we know works in, in teaching kids and then bring it into a family experience. So as Mike said, it's storybook led. We have songs, we have rhymes, we have games. So all the fun ways that kids like to engage and actually learn as a, as a young kid. And, and then you pair that with the fact that it's a physical experience, a physical box and, and games and toys so that you can sit around a table or in a backyard and do it together, you know, adult and child or family. And the kids learning, the adult sports fan is sharing a passion they have. And there may be somebody else in the house, another sibling, another parent who may not know as much about the sport as they'd like to. And they can learn a little bit along the way as well. Mike, when the Bengals made the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and I think everybody thought that they were going to win, at least I did, because I thought they had the best team that year. It just didn't work out. And the, your wonderful quarterback, Joe Burrow, now he's out for the season. But at that time, he was red hot and was actually playing pretty well this year again before he uh, he got injured. Sharing that experience with Ella, she didn't want you to go to the actual Super Bowl. She wanted to watch it with you at home. And I think that is really telling. Yeah. You know, I described, right, the Super Bowl run, right? She was a little less interested in that year. But the following last year, right, when we were in the AFC Championship again, she's like, Daddy, please don't go. All I want to do is uh, watch the game at home with you. I bailed on my brother, who still went. Um, she and I took in that heartbreak on, on our couch together. Um, and, and that's what it's all about, right? The, the rules is simply a, a mechanism to, to unlock that understanding. And it's been such a joy now. She's seven now. You know, this year she's saying things. The other night she said, you know, I wish there was an NFL game every night, Dad. Like, 
when can I start staying up past halftime for some of these uh, primetime games? Right. And like, that's the, that's the thing here that we're really selling is that ability to, to create a connection across generations. And, and really for us, like something for us to be a kind of bedrock of our, fa- of our relationship over time, as I think about the people in my life that I talk to the most, right. I text with my brother more than my sisters, unfortunately. And a lot of that has to do with sports. And so I want to have that same type of connection with, with my daughter. Michael, you and Mike have MBAs. Your MBA is from Ohio State, and Michael's from the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern. So you guys are are smart, but weren't toy makers before this, right? No, we uh, are management consultants by background, uh, though we both have some uh, retail experience as well. And and as you said, you know, we are interested and, and inspired by, you know, solving a problem. And, you know, as, as Mike described, you know, there was this idea and problem that we felt in our lives. And, and so we wanted to, you know, solve that problem and then apply the experience and tools that we had built in our career, helping other organizations and other people, you know, start and, and grow businesses, you know, to do it for ourselves or around an idea and a passion that, that we have. And Michael, this is going beyond the, the box experience. You're working on an app as well, right? Yeah, so the initial focus is to roll out the physical boxes for all major U.S. sports. Soccer will be out in the spring. And then certainly as we grow, um, you know, we intend on building out digital content to supplement the, the physical experience. As you said, Doug, the physical experience is super important for how kids learn, for it being a fun family experience. But we also know that we all interact and learn um, and enjoy digital content. So we want to complement you know, the, the one with the other. Mike, what kind of ages are we talking about right now to really get the, the biggest impact from this game? Yeah, ages four to 10 is, you know, what we list on the box and, and what we think the product's applicable for. Kind of that five to eight range is probably the biggest sweet spot, but anybody, you know, we've had kids as old as 10 really, really liking it. Even when they've already understood football, there's a lot of things and, and activities that come in an activity book at the end drawing your own plays. And, and really we were trying to create an ex- inclusive experience, right? If you like to play music, right? There's some music based things. If you like to draw and color, there's some things for you. Um, and so we've really tried to make it as inclusive as possible. So as you, you look ahead, there's going to be not only more Cincinnati Bengals fans, but there's going to be more NFL fans and more high school fans. Once they learn, they're going to be cheering on, you know, or they may be uh, thinking about maybe playing the sport. So this really opens up a lot of doors, doesn't it? It does. You know, our primary goal here is to create an understanding around the game, to share that love of being fans. But over time, um, you know, that love of the game will translate into participation, you know, be it in flag football, which is really popular for, for young kids, or as you think about, you know, our next product in soccer, lots of young kids in the United States play soccer, but um, you know, they're running around and, and may not know exactly what to do. Um, and so as a help and complement to what they're learning from their coaches, you know, just a basic understanding of, of the rules and, and how the game works will, will be helpful for sure. And, and we've described, right, how we set out to solve a problem that, that we had as sports fan dads and wanting to have our kids experience what that's like. Right. As we've gotten into this, certainly leagues and teams are also very interested in creating that next generation of fans. And so as we've started to have conversations with NFL teams and folks at the league itself, 
right? This is top of mind for them, whether it be the Toy Story simulcast, what the NFL does with Nickelodeon and Slime Time, right? And, and, and our belief is, okay, how do we also help educate kids so they're not just, you know, exposed to it and seeing it on the screen, but actually making sense of it? Um, and we've started to get a really, uh, make some good traction as we have those discussions. The Bengals are interested, right? Yeah, that's correct, Doug. The Bengals are using a modified version of our content in their school visits in the Cincinnati public school system on Tuesday off days um, during the season. So we've had two events with them already. There are two more planned for for later this month. And, And it's an exciting and fun way for them to help engage kids around the Bengals, around football, and around fun things that kids do every day at school, which is reading, which is playing and interacting with each other. Mike, when you're an entrepreneur, you never really know if something's going to catch on, right? But when you won your first of six toy awards, how did that make you feel? Yeah, that was some, that was good validation, right? And these are things like uh, a national parenting center seal of approval, a clamor choice, you know, top 20 toy for the holidays, right? So we're up there, you know, I don't know how often you see a sport learning product or a football learning product alongside the Sesame Streets and the Disney's. Uh, of the world, but that's what you see on some of these lists. Um, and so that's certainly been really exciting, you know, validation for us that that external entities are, are seeing this as a fun and, and unique way to, to learn and also certainly helpful for our wives as well uh, that know that, you know, well, we, maybe it was a, a crazy idea, you know, maybe has some legs as we bring it to life. And I'm sure they appreciate that very much, both being pediatricians, they, they value what's happening with kids out there. Michael, you know, my head starts to spin about the different offshoots. You could even have a flag football version at some point, right? You could. Um, you know, that would be very much tied to participation and flag is a really important vehicle, um, you know, to grow the game. Now that flag is going to be an Olympic sport in 2028. You know, there's a lot more attention around it. Um, you know, so there are any number of ways that that we can go. But as you said, as an entrepreneur, we're trying to do a little bit of everything out of the gate and, and see what works best and then focus our attention there. We hear a lot about libraries. People, the kids don't go to the library to read books anymore because they can either get them online. But even when you're buying a, a, a record, people still like to touch and feel the record and read the liner notes. That's very much in the same line with future fans football because you're able to touch things and that's how some kids learn yeah and and you watch it as you know kids read this chapter about circle tosses i described and then getting to open up a box i we got you know people will send us feedback friends and family when they've used the product and, and somebody sent me a quote they're like my kids said dad can you believe did you know we were going to be able to like open this and get to play this in real life like it really is is helpful for a kid to be able to like see something in a book. Certainly they've read books with their parents before, but to be able to see something go from the pages of the book to their hands to get to play is, is a really cool thing and, and, and helps them really understand 
uh, what they've what they've gone through and experience it. And Doug, one other point there, you know, we wanted to create something that was highly giftable around the the football season or around the holidays, and so to have you know a physical product, a big box, um, it, it's something that you know we think is unique, and, and a lot of sports fans will, will want to hopefully bring into their homes around the holidays. Yeah, while they're watching games, they can have this game together watching the football game they can share this this moment how can people get this future fans football edition and then look forward to the other sports yeah so it's available on our website futurefans.com you can also find it on amazon and uh, if you live in columbus or cincinnati uh, we are in some uh, toy stores we're in the learning express stores in columbus we're in uh, King Arthur's Court in Cincinnati and and uh, Camargo Trading, a, a high-end women's boutique, actually. With both of you being Cincinnati Bengals fans, this division that the Bengals, Browns, Steelers, and Ravens are all in, it's a crazy year. Injuries and just low-scoring games. Uh, with, with Joe Burrow going down, what's the feeling in Cincinnati right now, Mike? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a tough uphill battle uh even with burrow it would have been tough to to go on a, a, run, a run here in december um given the, how the schedule set up but you know we'll see it always find uh when you got to throw the backup in there you know we'll learn is this a backup that uh can come in and, and fill fill the gap for some sort of time period uh now and or in the future uh or is it you know the the hopes go out the window the fun thing for us, though, you know, being in Ohio, you know, Cleveland is, you know, experiencing a lot of excitement, um, you know, around uh, a successful season that they haven't had in a while. And so, you know, is there an opportunity for, you know, to translate some of this excitement into families wanting to, you know, be fans together with their kids and, um, you know, and, and then bringing future fans football you know, into their homes. We're doing the same thing in Detroit, right? The Lions fans in Michigan are losing their minds, you know, uh, for, for good reason. Uh, they have been since they narrowly missed the playoffs last year. Uh, so we're excited about those markets, not only doing well, there are other teams doing well, but kind of doing well for the first time in a while is, is a really special time for families and a community. And, and so, you know, hopefully we can, um, you know, uh, you know, help those folks make the most of it, you know, by having, you know, football fans in their houses. Michael, you're getting a little spoiled. You got your MBA from Ohio State University. They're almost uh, a lock every time for this uh, football playoff. Uh, you might not have got a Super Bowl win for for the Bengals yet, but that's to come. I'm sure it will be in Joe Burrow's future. But uh, has that inspired you to, to love football even more? Yeah, Doug, I am the rare uh, bird that was born in Columbus and went to the University of Michigan for my undergrad. And so I'm actually a Michigan Wolverines football fan. You know, you typically align with, you know, where you went to undergrad. My wife happened to play sports for Michigan. And so we got to hang out and, and do that together and root her on. Uh, so it's been a special time the last couple of years for, for Michigan fans, especially here in Columbus. Um, and, uh, and we'll see. I have to ask you, when you made the choice then to get your MBA at Ohio State, what was that like? Well, you know, I was living in Columbus and it's a great school. And um, and and so happy to, uh, you know, to be a part of the institution and, and learn some good things that, that help us grow future fans here. Mike, tell us a little bit more about Ella. 
Yeah, so Ella's now in second grade. Um, she is, as I described, a, a massive uh, football fan. Um, she's also refused to really engage with other sports until, quote, daddy has a way to teach me the sport that makes sense. Um, so, like I said, it's been super fun to, to go through this with her and, and again, grow our connection uh, around a, a shared interest uh, in football. Well, my daughter is a special ed teacher. And uh, but when she was very young, uh, she went to a Steelers camp and uh, she came back to New Jersey. And her first question was, when are we going to see Benny and Troy play? And I said, Benny. And, oh, yeah. You know, Ben Roethlisberger. And it's like, oh, you refer to him as Benny now and, and Troy Palomalu. And uh, so for one season, we were on the couch doing much like you were doing, Mike, with Ella, cheering on the Steelers. And it happened to be the year the Steelers would go on. Uh, and win the Super Bowl when Jerome Bettis fumbled uh, in the playoff game. And she looked at me and she said, this isn't good, Dad, is it? And I said, no. We were going defense. We had it all, you know, all the signs. She admits she's not a huge uh, fan of football anymore, but she'll root for the Steelers every now and then. But it can create lasting, just tremendous camaraderie and friendship that can be spread throughout the family. So both of you have your traditions. And this sport and this game – uh, is going to benefit from that. Uh, congratulations to both Mike and Michael. Mike, great to hear that you and Ella are getting along so well over the sport of football. Michael continued success with this game, and we look forward to the other sports coming out as well for future fans, football, soccer, and beyond. Thanks so much, Doug. Thanks, Doug. Sports Jam is a WBGO news production. You can check out all the past shows by going to wbgo.org slash sports jam or wbgo.org slash studios. You can also find Sports Jam with Doug Doyle on the NPR list of podcasts or wherever you hear podcasts. Until our next Sports Jam session, I'll see you at the game.